Welcome to Musings of an Extrovert. My name is Darvin Wentes. I am your resident extrovert, and I am your host. I am excited because today I have another interview, another co-muse, as I like to call it. Um, and I'm excited because this person is someone that you all love if you know her, uh, if you've met her. You know, she is one of the sweetest, gentlest, kindest, and funniest souls you will ever meet. And she's the best. And I have the pleasure of being the person that she has chosen to spend the rest of her life with. So uh, without further ado, here's my fiance, my bride-to-be, Liana. Hello. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing very well. You know that. Yeah, we've uh, been together all Yeah, we've been day. together for a while. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's jump right in. Awesome. We don't have a lot of time today, um, but we want to get to this because uh, we've already tried recording this a couple times. Let me tell you guys, this has been a struggle. So I just got my new uh, microphone so we can work on some stuff. Uh, and actually my old condenser microphone is actually having some issues. So if you would like to support the channel, I would really appreciate it. I just bought a new microphone, uh, but if I'm going to need another microphone, uh, I'm definitely going to need your support to do it. Um, so please go to my podcast website, uh, and you can go to muentesco.com slash products and purchase uh, any merch uh, that you see on the site and that would help us um, as well as go ahead and, and purchase the blanket the blanket is a great gift option for people uh, it can help get the word out and it's a, just a nice cool like a nice cool color of a blanket Liana really likes it and she actually told me earlier when we tried to do this interview earlier uh she said that she really wanted the blanket she actually asked you guys to <laughs> gift it to us when we get married so that's funny to me uh, but yeah if you would like to get that as a gift for your grandma your grandma's uncle uh your crazy uncle steve like go ahead and get get us get a blanket off my site um and help support the channel you can also if you don't want to go buy a product that is okay you can also donate to Wentes and co if you didn't know that rhymed <laughs> i'm a poet and i didn't even know it um, again it just rhymed again oh yeah i tried, I tried that time <laughs> okay good um, <laughs> um so you can actually hit there's a link button it looks on google Podcasts. it looks like a little world don't know what it looks like on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, but you can actually go to my uh, Red Circle website and you can donate to the podcast. So please go ahead and do that uh, if you would like to support the channel. Uh, so before we get started in what we're going to talk about, please like and subscribe and hit that bell notification if you're listening on YouTube. That way you get notified every single time that we drop an episode. So, Liana, tell me, we're going to talk about kind of our upbringings um and it, kind of what those really did for us growing up so please tell me tell me a little bit about how you grew up um mainly like the a bunch of different places that mm -hmm. you grew up yeah absolutely 
So, yeah, definitely Darwin and I had very different experiences in when it came to like where we lived and how many places we lived growing up. Um, so I was born in Minnesota and my dad worked in ministry. Um, he previously had been in the Marine Corps um, and just with like some turn of events around when I was eight, he decided to go back into the military and this time he chose to go into the Navy and be a chaplain and use his ministry experience um, in the military world. So with that, we moved to Yuma, Arizona. So from freezing cold Minnesota blizzards to 130 degree summers in Yuma. Um, But we had an incredible time there, great community, um, just really cool food and just a really cool, fun experience. Um, And then we headed to North Carolina, so from West Coast to East Coast, and we had a wonderful experience on base. It was a little bit bigger, and so there were schools on base, DOD or Department of Defense schools. Um, That was fun. Really enjoyed my culinary arts class there, which (laughs) Darwin knows all about. I've told, like, him stories from that class a million times <laughs> yeah, yeah it has been a million times it's funny we in when we did this episode earlier tried doing this episode earlier uh i brought my one of my really really great buds jerison into it because whenever i would share so i'm i'm similar to liana in the sense that i will share one story like 30 million times um and uh, you know, I always find the story interesting. That's the only reason why I'm sharing it 30 million times. But um, yeah, I share it over and over. And he would always give me this look as though he didn't know what the punchline was going to be, but in a sarcastic manner, because he did know what the punchline was going to be. He did know what the end of the story was, because he has heard it 30 million times from me. So uh, yeah, I always joke around about that with you. Yeah. You always tell stories about the Bananas Foster, yep. about how your your teacher always sings Happy by Pharrell, and yeah. Yeah, I just love telling you things that I find super funny, and that class just had a lot of funny moments. My teacher was just a character, and yeah. so yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a really cool place, um, and then I, I think probably the biggest and most... Um, I mean, it wasn't like that challenging, but the most quote unquote challenging move was the next one, which we um, moved from North Carolina up here to Virginia Beach. And it was just mostly, you know, more difficult because of like the time frame that it was. It was right after my sophomore year in high school. And I was like going from a school of 500 kids to a school around here with 2,000 kids. And so um, a lot of you know the type of personality that I have. It's it's more reserved and just more quiet. Like, I love talking to people, and I do like people to feel welcome, but, you know, I'm not one that will, like, go into a big crowd and, like, scream or, like, want all the attention or something. You mean you don't, you don't just go right in the middle of the crowd and just... <laughs> Just scream. <laughs> no. I yeah, I just 
I don't do that kind of thing. Like, and I'll just. <laughs> I was Dar- being funny. Darwin does that. Don't do that. I don't do that. I don't go into the <laughs> middle of a crowd and just scream. Well, more like you would be able to like <laughs> go easier into a crowd yeah. and like. Just and I'm more likely to be loud in a crowd. Be louder. Like people would see yeah. you. People would notice you. People like would not notice me that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they notice you. They notice you. And I, I, I think that that's that's a false statement that it's you don't seek to be noticed but people notice you yeah i have a personality that does seek to be noticed um and it's not necessarily that i'm like consciously like oh i need to i need people to notice me um you know but i just have a loud personality and loud personalities like for people to recognize the loud personality you have a very soft personality and you don't like for you you know you to be like recognized within the crowd you'd like yeah. to be a part of the crowd yeah 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 just like on the outskirts yeah. i always like to like go into crowds and like see if there's anybody who's just on their own and like comfort them or like not comfort but just like talk to them to make them feel like they had a friend mm-hmm. um but yeah it's so like that move i knew it was going to be like a much bigger school that i was going to so i really like chose to get involved in things and I just chose to like talk to people and make friends um and yeah I mean it ended up being okay I did meet friends it had a great church experience and um with all of that too like being towards the end of high school decided to stay in the area for college and then um after college I've decided to stay too after my parents moved to a new base um but yeah, and so that was, I guess, my upbringing. Lots of change, lots of um, move, and that's just very different. Darwin will tell you a little bit just about his. Yeah, yeah. When I when I grew up in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, Lebanon, Pennsylvania is a um, small town, and it's in a string of a bunch of small towns. And I loved growing up there. It was a really great place to grow up. Um, but I didn't move a lot like you. I actually had one place that I grew up in, and that's what I grew up in for most of my life. So I actually, I don't like moving around a lot. I don't like um, taking on new adventures, at, as people would call it, which I'm sure they are adventures, um, but they're also the loss of, like, stability and constancy yep and i like stability and constancy yeah i think stability and constancy helps you build things yeah uh and sets good foundations for you to build things uh when you don't have those you kind of are left to you can build some other things that are kind of transcendent but you can't build things like a legacy within one place sure you know um you kind of lose that ability when you are going around to a lot of different places. So I, I, I don't like that idea and I don't crave that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do crave that and that's, that's great. And I think we need people like that, but I think we also need people like me who want to sure. in one place. Um, so yeah, I, I like, I don't like moving because of that because I saw what it was like to live in one place for most of my life. Yeah. And to see the families and generations that were able to be there. You know, I think about this sometimes is that, like, I have friends here in Virginia Beach 
who have had, you know, one generation, two generations, three, four, five generations that have lived in Virginia Beach. Yeah. That have lived in this area. Um, and they've all had their grandparents around them. And they've all had their parents, their parents' parents, their parents' parents' parents around them. Um, and so they're all able to see kind of this, like, family unit grow over time in that one space. And I didn't have that. Uh, I had my parents and then my cousins. Yeah. Um, but my grandparents were always an ocean away. And so, like, I, you know, only saw them every now and then. Yeah. They came to visit every now and then. Um, You know, and it it always takes a lot for them to be able to come to visit. Yeah. uh, Especially my grandma from Ecuador. So, um, I kind of like the idea of being able to be planted in one place because then for my kids and their kids in the future, regardless of, you know, we want a lot of kids. We've talked about that. Uh, We've talked about how we want, you know, 10 kids is like... Yep, everybody, everybody, write that down. Write it down. (laughs) Yep, you got a lot of, a lot of gifts to get our kids. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna need a lot of diapers, but preferably the cloth diapers was what we talked about. So, Um, but yeah, like, oh yeah, (laughs) we might have like five, six, seven of those kids that move away, and then you know three of them that stay in Virginia Beach, Um, which just means we have a lot of vacation homes. uh, True. And like those really cool long tables, the brown and wood tables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not brown, of, just well, wood. <laughs> we have a lot of vacation homes as long as our kids are being financially responsible. Um, so and hopefully we'll train them to be financially responsible. Uh, but yeah, we'll like, if even if three kids stay in Virginia Beach and then their kids grow up here and they stay here, you know, that's at least three generations mm-hmm. right there. Um, of people in this one place and that that'll grow so you know I think there's something beautiful about that yeah there really is and the other part of just being in a place for longer and like being around your family is there are just people who know you and like there's just always someone to hang out with too yeah um yeah also like when I was living in Minnesota for the first eight years that's where like most of my family does live extended family and so it was fun like growing up with having them close by and you know when we got into the military and moved it was tough it was like tough to like celebrate holidays more alone because we used to just mostly travel in the summers and Mm -hmm. we wouldn't really go during the short Christmas breaks and um friends can become family but there is something about family being in an area like your family being there so um yeah definitely we both like stability um and all of that um but also too I definitely am open if the Lord does say another place like down the road I'm not gonna say no I have to just stay here I think that is something that I did learn with you know my parents deciding to get into the Navy like that's what they felt the Lord saying, even though it meant moving away from their family, their sisters and brothers and all of that. Um, and, you know, in life, it is so much more important to choose to say yes to what the Lord has for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he is our ultimate family. He's our ultimate comfort, no matter what we end up doing as 
you know, jobs, careers, or places that we live. Like he's our home. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's important too. I don't want I don't want my listeners to hear me saying that like I want to decide where I'm going to be. Sure. Like I love Virginia Beach, and I think that the Lord has called me here. Um, and I feel like he's very clearly called me here and he's confirmed that by all of the opportunity that he's given for ministry and to, um, and to actually train youth and, uh, you know, be a part of their stories. You know, I'll be starting, um, helping with, um, Norfolk Christians volleyball team soon, their, their boys volleyball team, uh, and training up these, these young men to be Christian first to be believers who trust in jesus first uh and i don't know all the boys so i i'm i'm sure there's probably some boys that don't know the lord um that are there because their parents want them to get a christian education you know um and i want to see them come to know jesus and then secondarily to make them excellent volleyball players you know hopefully see some of them go to play d1 volleyball you know and that'll what what are you laughing at she's laughing right now <laughs> the way you said secondarily instead of secondly or something is just funny to me i think it, the, the word Second, is secondarily it's not really yeah i don't think it's secondly we'll have to look that one up because i'm yeah, not we, sure I'll, if I'll, i agree I'll look it up right now. <laughs> i will look it up right now what is the word the word is secondarily as a secondary or less important factor, secondarily. I have actually never heard that used before. I, Darwin, I'm a linguist. Darwin has taught me a lot of stuff, <laughs> and he is a linguist. And also, he, when we were first getting to know each other, one time I told him that I really enjoyed spelling tests growing up. And here Darwin goes, pulling up all these really tough words. What like, was the first word, xanthosis? Yeah, That's and like, xanthosis. I had... I was I, like, oh my gosh. Babe, I pulled that one up only because it's a reference to a movie. If anyone out there knew exactly what I was referring to, thank you for for, for knowing it. But it's it's a reference to a movie. Have Which... you ever seen Aquila and the Bee? Mm-mm. No. No, I haven't well, seen Well, it's about this young black girl uh, who gets into a spelling bee. And she is like a super great speller. and she like goes all the way uh and i think they tie at the very end because i think they try to like they try to split split it together um but basically she like kicks butt oh wow one of the words that her trainer tells her is uh xanthosis and that was the word that he couldn't spell when they asked him to spell it Darn, if I would have seen that movie, then I would have been able to spell that word. Well, you would have been able to spell it, but you also would have been able to be like, oh, you've seen that movie too. Aw. Yeah. Well, the problem is, yeah, we will have to watch it. The problem is I have not seen a lot of movies. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Darwin knows this too. I'm not the most, like I'm patient, but I just cannot sit still really she that much sit still and she cannot watch a movie without saying something every five <laughs> seconds which i try to be patient about um and he I hope, does I hope, I hope yeah he is I, I he am, is but. but i realized after a little while like oh he actually really does get into movies and likes to watch them so either <laughs> i need to just like kind of have something else to do beside me or like something to look at 
or I just need to like learn how to be able to watch movies. <laughs> it's funny because when we were first starting to date, uh, I had you over and we were watching a movie. Uh, we were watching a TV show and you kept on talking about stuff but you always choose the moments in the tv show where something is important to the plot line to say something you don't you don't take the the transition scenes you do not use those to have the conversation you use the times when they're literally saying something like she died on tuesday your mother died on tuesday i and, uh, you'd be like oh did you know this week i had to get this done at this place and i'll be like yeah yeah uh-huh and the i'm like is... trying to listen to them talk about his mother dying on tuesday and you're here talking about something that you need to get yeah. done this week the thing is i'm like i just like i'm really not into the stuff that's happening so i don't even really understand that something serious is happening until i see your face you actually act really nice but i can tell like you're like just intent and so it's like a serious part but yeah that's something about me better at it yeah Yeah, i uh you know i think that's part of relationship too it's like learning different things yeah um but yeah i mean i yeah i would say i'm like pretty patient in some areas but that is just like i don't know i cannot sit still there maybe that doesn't mean i'm not patient it's just like i have a hard time focusing on some stuff yeah you have a hard time focusing on the movie which can be a couple things like do you not like movies do you not like sitting to watch a movie yeah i feel like i well and maybe this is something i have to continue to work on too i you know i just feel like i have a lot of other stuff to do you know my friend nikki and i you know nikki too she's there are great friends her and her husband who yeah darwin's gonna have on the podcast soon oh yeah i'm gonna but, have Aaron on the podcast yeah i was just smirking but i wasn't smirking at that i was smirking at something else anyway you go ahead <laughs> but um nikki and i were talking about the fact that like both of us we just have a lot of things on our mind at a lot of time at a lot of times and just like you know sometimes as women and also i mean i but this can happen to guys too. You just get so wrapped up in like all the responsibilities that you have. And sometimes maybe like a long movie is like, it feels like so long to like be away from doing something quote unquote productive. But Darwin has taught me and um, just like, you know, reading the Bible tells you that rest is worship too. And rest is good. And helps you to be able to do the stuff the other stuff better um yeah and i also think too like if you think about any other leisurely thing you do you have those other productive things that you could be doing while you're doing that leisurely thing so what makes the tv or a movie or a tv show different from doing this other leisurely thing like knitting for instance you know knitting. i don't knit well, I know, I know you don't knit, uh, but I'm just using it yeah. as, as an example. Like someone finds sure. enjoyment and they can find some like fun in producing something with, with it. Um, and they could not even be producing anything that they even need. So therefore, it does not fit under the being productive because they need to get this done. That's true. You know? It's just leisure is what it is. 
and knitting why devote the time to knitting that's true why devote the time to reading um you know why devote the time to listen to a podcast like our podcast which you should devote time to listen to musings of an extrovert because it's a great podcast um but why devote that time it's leisure sometimes you're you're getting information out of it but most people when they when they go and listen to a podcast they're not coming into listening to the podcast looking to gain information to then use in their day because they need to get it it's Mm -hmm. in their leisure they are in it and it has that benefit of getting more information Mm -hmm. you know and i think there's a lot of things that are like that tv movies those are kind of on the the other end of the spectrum where they are much more simply just leisure mm-hmm. you're not getting any, any information though i would say this that if you're watching tv and movies nowadays you are getting what the world views are mm-hmm. of those people that are making those movies mm-hmm. and so you know when you're watching disney today you're getting a lot of what their worldview is now compared to what their worldview was in the past um you know the worldviews that they were espousing on their movies in the past uh versus today and all other places you get the same thing you can watch one tv show from this channel and it have the worldviews and the ideas and what people think are good and bad involved in that tv show and then being played out in the way that the characters actually live out their lives and then you could see a totally different thing on another tv show so i think there's still actually some value uh some productive value in watching movies and tv shows um yeah you just find more of that productive value in other things that you do for leisure and that's okay yeah, I think I like TV shows. Like, I did grow up, like, I like doctor shows, and I like to watch those with you. I think it's just the length of movies. It's just, like, a little bit long. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was an interesting thought. Um, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we don't have a lot of time tonight, so I just wanted to get some of that uh, out to the world, you know, so they can know kind of the that's just one difference between liana and i is the you know her moving from place to place and then me staying in one place most of my life um but there are plenty of differences between liana and i um and when i say that i'm saying that with all the love and tenderness that i can because i love liana i love her with my entire life and i'm so excited that i get to devote my entire life to her to serve her and to love her uh and to lift her up above myself um but that it i really do see it like i i see that reality of you being such a different person from me and those two things coming together mm-hmm. you know we we still have so many things that we are similar in too mm-hmm. don't don't get me wrong like there we have foundations that make it a relationship viable for us you know but uh and not vi not just viable but yeah. like flourishing for us um but i do see all those differences mm-hmm. that people always talk about mm-hmm. within healthy marriages yeah like, well and like just too like in general men and women are just very different yeah but then yes we have an like a different set of personality traits yeah 
yeah but i think that complement each other so wonderfully yeah i think they do too and i think a lot of other people see it as well uh you were saying that the other day um when we were we were okay so we were sitting on the phone talking as you know disgusting couples do uh we were just chatting for hours and hours and you know i pulled up some pictures and I was just sending them to you, and one of them was when we went to Barrel 17, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's Barrel true. Barrel 17, and at Barrel 17, Alex, uh, Bartlett, and Guy were there, um, and Alex said to Liana that night, what did she say? She was like, you guys are just so perfect together, and she was like, oh, knowing Darwin back in college, like all the things he wants, you're, you're just so perfect for him. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I think not even just in the, I feel like the word perfect can oftentimes be like, you know, turn people away from, from, you know, like, oh, that's, that's such a like pipe dream type thing. Mm. Um, but I think we complement each other very mm-hmm. well. Um, and I think, you know, you compliment me in a lot of ways. Um, and I compliment you in a lot of ways. I just thought mm-hmm. about this. So lava, it, it only forms into rock when it's cooled down. And it, it can be cooled down very slowly. Um, but it can also be cooled down very quickly. Mm-hmm. And if you pour water on lava, that will instantly make the top part hard rock. Um, and it, like, I feel like that, that's us is like, you know, you take your pick, you're the lava, I'm the water. <laughs> um, and I bring yeah. the cool down to you and we make something solid mm-hmm. together. Um, and if we want to keep it the analogy, I'm the lava because I move, I'm like crazy and, you know, <laughs> lava's hot. Okay. Here's my, here's my science nerd coming out. So hot things are moving very very quickly all the molecules in something hot are moving ridiculously quickly and all the molecules in something cold are moving ridiculously slow Mm -hmm. and so that's why you get ice because the molecules aren't moving very much Mm -hmm. they're staying in one place and just vibrating in place together versus in water those molecules are moving all over the place and that's why you get water and then even further when you get a gas it's because those molecules are now outrageously moving all along so i'm the crazy one moving all over the place you're the cool one calm and collected and you're we're making something solid together Mm -hmm. so yes nerd had to come out um yeah well that's all the time we have for tonight uh thank you guys for joining us on musings of an extrovert and an introvert yep um and (laughs) if you didn't figure that out already that's what i am (laughs) (laughs) um and uh, yeah i am excited to continue doing these interviews look out because we have this interview this week we have another interview with ari jones next week and then we have another interview with aaron runzo the next week and potentially another interview with a guy named joel bomberger in Pennsylvania. Uh, he's a really great guy. He's uh, doing some awesome stuff with uh, some churches in PA. And so while we're in Pennsylvania, I might do that interview. So we'll see. I- I'm waiting on him to respond. But uh, yeah, we might have that coming down the pipeline, but we have interviews coming down the pipeline. And I'm excited to share these people with you. So 
If you like the show, please like and subscribe. And I would like to add this too. We talked about this earlier that I'd love to do more interviews with Liana and we'd love to share our relationship with you guys. Um, and so if you have any questions that you would like to pose to Liana and I, um, things that you, if you're a married couple and you listen to this and you have uh, some questions about like just some personality stuff about us, you know, that are funny questions to put us against each other in, in a funny way. Um, please no mean ways, but funny ways. Um, we'd love to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. We'd love to laugh. Um, and yeah, if you just have any questions for us, uh, how, how long our hair was in high school or in middle school or, um, you know, any, any funny stuff that you want to ask, please go to wentesco.com slash podcast and then go to the ask me anything button and then submit a request um and then just follow liana on instagram she's awesome she makes good instagrams oh and we are gonna start selling biscuits soon uh so if you would like to order some biscuits go ahead and message liana on instagram we will be selling six, six biscuits. Is that what, what we're planning on doing? I think it's six. Yeah, biscuits. like six at a time. Six at a time. And uh, we'll have pricing out soon. Um, but they are fantastic. You can put them in the freezer and then take them out and put them in the microwave. And they microwave so good. And let me tell you, I hate microwave food. I do not like microwave food, like with a vengeance. And when I tried these biscuits that Liana made for me, I was, I was dumbfounded. I put it in the microwave and then I tried it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So they're called Lee's Biscuits and they are so good. So if you want to place an order, a pre-order of them, uh, we will fulfill that order and you can have your first order of Lee's Biscuits and you can get on a running rotation of orders of those biscuits so please reach out and uh, we'll get you these biscuits soon so thank you for joining us my name is darvin lentes and i'm liana and that was musings of an extrovert and an introvert, introvert. i hope you guys have a wonderful day bye